Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow from some of the icky, lousy, junky life choices we've made. And we all make them. Yep. Yes, we have. <laughs> See, I knew, I knew you were going to do it, so I did it. I didn't do it this time, though. What do you mean you, you didn't did do it? it? Why I would you do that? Why would you purposely do that and make me look foolish? Because I let you be cowboy this time, and I was going to just be myself. <laughs> Didn't last. I know. You know what? I think I'm. I think I'm part like cowgirl. I think I'm part country. I am. If you you know, Granny, are you a little bit country? Because you know, Granny, I'm a little bit rock and roll. There you go. <laughs> you know my Granny. She's of course she's I know country, your grandma, right? She well, is. there she is. Like that's what she always says. I'm thinking about my Granny right now. I love her. I love her, too. And you know what? She's going into a living facility, an assisted living facility this weekend. Is she? Is that why she's on Facebook all the time? Yep. She's 95 years old. She's almost 96. So she's finally needing some help. She's moving out of her home into an assisted living facility. She has her own studio apartment, but she's feeling very... She's a little emotional about it. I can imagine. I mean, I can imagine when you get to a certain point, you're like, wow... That's uh, why we should go over and play Yahtzee with her. I think we need to. But I also think it's a great thing. Like, I'm like, Grandma, you know, I'm thinking to myself, this is, like, probably good. There's a lot of activities with people that you could go to, and you don't have right. to cook. They have basically a restaurant there where you just order anything that's part of your rent or whatever. Oh, that's they have good. someone coming in and cleaning for you. That's perfect. You know what I mean? Like, you don't ever have to do anything. Now you can just get up, go to these clubs, go to these play games with people. Play some go bingo. Go socialize. Did go she down. play bingo? I don't know. She might start. Well, she let's should go start. Play bingo. I would totally let's go, go with her and play bingo. bingo. Me too. All I haven't right. played bingo in years. I haven't either, and I think that would be let's fun. Let's do it. Let's go see your grandma play bingo. All right. Well, I'm going to have to see what bingo is What if she shoots us her. down? What if she says bingo? <laughs> You guys are lame. No. My grandma would take You know my grandma. Oh, no, like, I know. Yeah, let's do it. I know she would. So, you know, I'm just thinking about my grandma right now. And uh, just knowing that she's probably a little emotional. And, you know, but it's probably good. It's probably well, a good thing. We'll send her our love. We're going to send her our love on this podcast. Send I love you, Granny. My, love. my grandma's 95 and on Facebook more than a 20-year-old. She really is. It's a little ridiculous. It's so funny. Everyone knows grandma. She's posting some good stuff, though. Has she this couple days? I yeah. haven't seen anything. Have you not liked me. your grandma's stuff? I haven't seen it, really. No. We talked about this last week. I know. You not like... liking my <laughs> my Facebook posts. I know, but you know what? I should probably go on Facebook and look at my granny's stuff. You should, because she's posting a lot of good stuff. All right. Yeah, we became Facebook friends. Of course So did me did. and your mom. Oh, you did? Yeah. You didn't know I was friends with your mom? No. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Well, because they love you. <laughs> I love them. Yeah? Yeah. Well, there you go. So we're Facebook even my friends. Mom? I'm just kidding. I'm just what kidding, mean, mama. even your mom? <laughs> Why would you say that? I joke around with my mama. Okay. Let's hope so. I do. I love my mama. I love my mama, I think, too. I think I'm like her, and I think that's why maybe we bump heads sometimes. Oh, my mom well, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're both well, a little, like, flighty, or and we make excuses often. I mean, she raised you, so. reasons why we don't do something or get something done. Yeah, my I bump heads with my mom, too, because I think I'm a lot like her. Yeah. And it irritates me. Right. There's some things that irritate me that I wish were not like me, but, I mean, I was raised by her, so. I know, so we do the same things, right? Yeah. But I'm also part my dad, so my dad can be annoying, too, you know, so I think I've got. 
A little bit of both. A little bit of both, right? Yep. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about today? All right. So. Tell me. Tell I got, me. I got to get my phone out because I have the message on here. Okay. So it was great because I put a Facebook post out right before we did the Women's Podcasting Festival about people who would send in, you know, could people please send in some stories that we could use for the festival? And I got a whole bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I thought I'd use one because one of them really kind of speaks to me. Okay. In my past life, right? Uh Uh-huh. And this person said um, a really bad choice of theirs was having dreams and not following them putting them off or allowing them to fall to the side so their partner could follow theirs Mm. Um, or because they don't care about yours, right? Mm -hmm. Then seeing other people kick the goals you'd like to be kicking and feeling jealous and unsatisfied. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. I think that's that's a good one to talk about right now. Well, first, let me... I don't know how many women, there have been so many, because I've heard of so many. You know, back in back in the day, um, a woman would always, like, she would go to work while her husband, like, was in med school or becoming a lawyer or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, something that was really intensive that had to study a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that would happen, then he would leave her. Yes. And was and was carrying on an affair the whole time, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? This woman sacrificed uh-huh. for you so that you could build your career and everything, and you're gonna leave her? her. Oh my god! See, these are the, some of the things where this is why men are spiders. Exactly. Because <laughs> it just, I mean, but I some women. Probably I'm sure there's the some same. women. There's that some do women it. who do the same thing. I'm you sure know, there are. They, they like use their husband or whatever for money and then they leave them for yeah. something better. Yeah, I'm just like... Or some women who only marry because of money. Well, true. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, which right? maybe that's maybe that was just karma in those instances. <laughs> and you never know. You never know. Right? You never know. But yeah, but I would just say too, like you're a not... person supporting you throughout all of your college or it's a high school sweetheart often. Yeah. And they support them through college and they support them through all this stuff and then bam... After the, the husband or the whoever, the wife gets the degree, gets the good job, they leave them for something them. else. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty shitty thing to do. It's an absolutely shitty thing to do. Yeah. So, I mean, so I would suggest never, ever putting aside your own no. goals to, to watch somebody else, you know, achieve, achieve their... theirs. No, and this hits home for me. Mm-hmm. Because, and you know the story. But they I don't, do. so I'm telling them now. Um, when I was 23, 24, I met my ex-husband. And at the time, I was a, an aspiring actress. And I was actually doing pretty well, mm-hmm. you know, in the musical theater circuit and things like that. I was starting to really kind of get somewhere with it. it there, I had great momentum, and I was starting to really do a lot. I was promising. and um, But I was working a lot, and I was in a lot of shows. And... Um, but it was starting to happen, and my ex-husband and my boyfriend at the time did not like it. So he kind of gave me an ultimatum. And, and I was struggling at that point in my life because both my mother and my grandmother had hysterectomies at very young ages. Mm-hmm. So I was struggling, and I kind of suffer from some of the same problems that they were suffering from. So I was really scared that I was going to 
not have my insides by the time I wanted children. So mm-hmm. I was like struggling between wanting to be a mother but also wanting to be an actress, right? But my ex-husband was not supportive of the acting and was like, did not consider it a big girl job, did not consider it a job at all, considered it a hobby, thought it was ridiculous that I was trying to go for it, and so kind of gave me an ultimatum like, you know, you can't do that anymore. You're either going to have to be a mother or whatever. Being an actress is not conducive to being a mother. And he made it sound like, you know, it would be impossible to be a mother and an actress at the same time. And so I gave up Mm. my dream Mm -hmm. of becoming an actress um, and kind of went along with what he expected. Mm -hmm. You know, when am I going to get a big girl job? Oh, you know, I was working in a bar. Well, that's not a good enough job. You need a nine to five. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't the right job unless you had a pension. Like, all this other stuff. And I started to live his life instead of my own. Mm. And I watched him completely succeed in his career mm-hmm. while I was at home taking care of kids and not doing anything but taking care of kids. Not saying that taking care of kids isn't a great job. It's a great job. That's the hardest job. And that's the most amazing job. You are cultivating human beings. But I felt like I had no purpose and I had nowhere to go, right? Because you had to give up your dream. Because I gave up my dream. And so I I started slowly dying in this relationship for 11 years of marriage, 14 years of being together. I started slowly dying. And it was funny because like towards the end, he was like, what happened to the woman I dated? I was dating. What happened to the woman that I knew? And it's like, you, you fucking took her away. Right. She's gone. Everything that I wanted to be is gone. And um, that really the nail in the coffin for our relationship Mm -hmm. was so for all these years he spoke against acting and then Chicago Fire came in to Mm -hmm. Chicago started Mm -hmm. right and my ex-husband's a fireman Uh, he's a lieutenant for the Chicago Fire Department and he's good friends with one of the advisors for that show and he ended up helping and training and advising the actors on that show and then was asked to be in the show as a mm-hmm. as a featured extra, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's and then and then actually got on the show with a couple lines, and then became a Screen Actors Guild actor. Mm-hmm. And so here I was watching my my ex husband do what he wanted to do in life, and then do what I wanted to do in life. <laughs> right. I was going to say he was not only achieving his dream, but your dream. He was achieving my dream, and then all of a sudden was like, oh well, maybe I should let her do her dream because. But, but that was too right? late. But then it was too late. Like, I was a mother now. I was 37 or 37. It's like, I wasted all these years, and now it's too late. I can't just jump right back in. And I tried, and then he would make me feel guilty. And I just, that was one thing I could not get over. The resentment. I'd rather hate someone than resent them. Mm. The resentment that I felt towards him. Going to the premiere party for Chicago Fire and watching him talk to all the actors and going out to dinner with all these actors all the time. And I was like, you... And it was funny because we went to a Chicago um, Fire Department Christmas party and the guys from Chicago Fire were there. Okay. And um, one of the actors in the show of Chicago Fire came up to me at one point that night and he goes, seriously, Angela, I just want you to be honest. Tell me how much you hate him. How much do you hate him right now? Really? Yeah. And I said, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Yeah. I he's, can only he's imagine. He's living my dream. And yes. How many yes. women... Or even men have sacrificed everything they wanted for somebody else. Too many. Too many. And then Too they many. end up and they said jealous and unsatisfied because then you're stuck, right? Like when I got divorced, 
And I still am. We were talking about it earlier about my struggle with, you know, really just trying to find the right niche and all this stuff. Didn't we talk about now that I'm last sure, week? I, I don't know. Did we talk about it on the podcast? We may have, right? I don't remember. I don't remember. When do we ever have actual conversations? We well, talk on the podcast. Well, before the podcast, though. After, I mean, before sometimes the podcast, we do. I said that I was, was that like, we struggling about? with job hunting and stuff like that and oh, we, with the child support. Oh, remember? Okay. Yes, I think that was yeah. before the podcast. And uh, I was like... The pre-show. Now I am at four, in my 40s, really trying to rebuild <laughs> and make a name for myself. Mm-hmm. While trying to, to figure out how to get back to my dreams. Yep. Yeah. And there's so many people that are, I feel like we have expectations. And there's so many people that are living out there right now in their 40s or whatever that are not living the lives that they thought they would live. Or not living the lives that they want to live. Want to live. They're just living this life. Exactly. And I mean, I think a lot, and I think a lot of people, um, they convince themselves that they're happy because they're, you know, I mean, they're, you know, it's either the the relationship isn't that bad, you know, but I mean, you owe, you should owe it to yourself to pursue whatever dream it is you want. Exactly. And I think, and if you have somebody who loves you, they will support you in that. They will support you. And that's why I think I tapped into the life coaching so much because it's really a way to, um, and even if I don't make it in a huge business and I only have a couple clients ever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really helped me tap into, you got one life. How are you going to make the action to make it the best life you have? Right. You know, what are you going to do to make it your best life ever, ever? Instead of living in this resentful state, how are you going to make it? watching everybody else And watching everybody things. else do things. What kind of actions can you take to make sure that you get what you want as well? And how do we make that happen? And what's the vision of life that you want to see for yourself? And how are we going to get there? Right. You know? And what caused you to put your life aside? And how are you going to regain it? Get it back? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And I mean, it's so funny. I just feel for this person who, who wrote in because I think there's so many people who are living like that right now. There are a ton of people living that way. Who are just and they're empty. Empty. Yeah. yeah, they're just kind of existing. They're not really living. Right. They're just existing. Yeah. They're existing in this life that they have decided to be in rather than their best life and doing the thing that they want to do. And Right, and, and they it, live like wondering, why this person's doing that, why can't I do that? Or I wish I could be doing... And you're like... God, you know, you could, but like so many people, when I talk to them and I'm like, well, why aren't you doing it? Why don't you try that? Well, I don't know. We'll come up with excuses. Like I was talking about my mom. One of the biggest things that I've learned and gotten from my mother is making excuses for why I don't do certain things. Mm. And it drives me crazy. Mm, My mom is amazingly talented and creative. Yeah. She can create anything. Mm She can design everything for years. I can't even tell you how many years now. I'm like, mom. You need to sell this stuff that she's creating. She does all this artwork. You've seen it, right? Yeah. She quilts. I mean, all of this stuff. When my father died, she made, I still have it. Um, she made, like, for my son Ian, a teddy bear made out of my dad's sweatshirt. She does amazing oh, wow. things. Like, these are, like, things that you could totally make a business out of that. And she Absolutely. loves to do it. She does it all the time. And I've been constantly, like, I've helped her create a, a business card. I've told her what she should do. And she's still, to this day lacks the self-confidence 
to just mm. start the business. She's it's like, scary. I should, I should, I should, I should. Mom, this is your dream. Yeah. And you keep saying, I should, I should, I should. One of the things I can't, it's like excuse after excuse after excuse. And it's one thing that I've inherited that I'm really trying to get out of. Yeah. But I always fall back into that pattern and I constantly thank God for life coaching. And now life coaching myself out of it. Yeah. That, you know, that was my problem with my mom. Same way. A talented musician, music teacher and everything like that. And, you know, whatever her dream was, um, you know, she didn't like really pursue it. She's just existing. She was just existing and like being very passive and, and so letting things happen to, to her, her. Yeah. rather than going out and doing stuff, you know, and, and, and making them happen. Yes. And making them happen. And so that, that passivity mm-hmm. was a part of me for a long time. But before I had to, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to be just like my mother and, and doing nothing, you know, nothing that I want to do, but surviving. Right. Yeah. So that's, so yeah, I totally, I totally get that. We inherit these things from our parents. Our parents fuck us up. You know, and I think (laughs) that in that time, that's what people did. I mean, when our parents grew up, like moms got married and they had children and that's just kind of what your lot in life was. And that's what your role was. And I I don't know. Like it, it's. I get it. Like, my mom got married at 20 with my father, who was 23 years older than her. Mm-hmm. He had six kids already. Right. You know, so she kind of fell into this pattern and gave up what she loved. I mean, she loved doing theater. It's funny because, you know, even when I did theater, I always felt that she kind of envied me doing theater. Right. Because that's what she wanted it. to do. Right. And I was doing what she wanted to do. Mm. You know? And, um, yeah. I mean, it was funny. My brother, Johnny one Thanksgiving just made a joke. He's like, I think Angela's a better actress. Like just joking, you know, and she flipped the freak out. Oh, I mean, uh-oh. it was funny. I mean, he was laughing cause he's like, dude, I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the resentment. Come Oh, out. absolutely. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And I don't think she resents me, but she gave up what she loved mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yeah. It's never a good idea. No, you know, because like you said, Jamie, you said it before. If someone loves you, they will encourage you to do what you love. And help you. And, and they'll actually yeah. build you up. Yeah. And make you be that person. And there's there's no reason why two people in a relationship can't both do, do what, what they, they want to do and both support each other in doing that. Exactly. Nobody should have to give up something so that you do something. You know, now I know that there are some people sometimes that like, um, uh, like you know, I'll I'll work while you do this or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they switch. Exactly. You know, and so exactly. okay, now now that you're done, now you work, and now I'm gonna do do what I love. Exactly. So, which I I find that's great. You know, right. that's not giving up anything. It's you know, you have this no arrangement, and a person who loves you is never gonna ask you to give up what you love right. for them. Right. Because that's part of you. And that's, Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's I what it. you love about the person. Yeah, is it's it? so funny. It's and it's like <clears throat> I hate to bring this up, but like the person that I'm with will get messages from his previous mm-hmm. about you know how he didn't give up certain things, like and and you know he'll tell me about things and about their relationship. You know when we tried to work on things in the past, his ex and he, 
well, she wanted me to give this up or she wanted me to give up football. She didn't want me to go out with friends. She didn't, you know, it's like, wow, you can't have someone just, and, and it's funny because she would assume that, well, if you can't give up football, then you don't love me. Right. We you now we talked about much. that. Do you remember we talked about that in in a, in a past uh, episode? So. We we're talking about the games. It was the games one. Yeah. Because we were talking about you know somebody playing the game of well, if you don't do this, then you don't really love me. Mm-hmm. And and then the you know the person feels like they have to do it because that other person manipulated them. Exactly. That's a manipulation, That's and a it's a game. Manipulation. It's a game, and it's control, and it's it's not the right way to be. No. You know, you can't ask someone like, I don't know. Everybody's allowed to have their friends. Yes. I mean, if someone's going out with their friends every single night and leaving you, and just you're at home and you're not doing anything, that's different. Time, then that's a problem with the relationship. Right. But a person's going out like once a week or once a month with friends. I mean, you got to have your friends. Right. You got to go Everybody out. Everybody should gotta... have independent time and couple Together time. time, yeah. I mean, you can't be a... I mean, what do you want the person to do? Sit at home and not have any hobbies or and, not have any... And think about you all the time? Think about you all the I time? Mean, That's how just much... unrealistic. And yeah, it is unrealistic. You know? It was funny because that Popcorn Psychology podcast that we heard, I was thinking about that. They were talking about borderline personality disorders, and I'm like, dude, I think that's <laughs> 100% what this ex had for... Mm. For my yeah. guy, you know, it's like, right, right. oh my lord, could be. It's a little too much, you know. Um, Tone it a down. Little too much. Tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> like on last week's episode. Uh-huh. Tone, Tone it, it down, down, please. You're fucking my shit up. Please. <laughs> Tone it down. Maybe I should send that to this woman, to the, her ex. I'm just kidding. I won't ever say anything. Don't but do I'm just that. kidding. That's I know the cray. You I would I never do that. But like. Tone it but down. you want to. Well, but sometimes I want to be like, dude, how old are you? Like, come on. I, it, things don't work out and it's, God. Yeah, you just move on. I mean, sending hateful things is just, it just. There's no point in questioning why. There, there's this thing that says, why is a is a useless question. It's not an effective question. No, it isn't. Why? Mm-mm. And I forget Why? It's not. Because it doesn't matter why. After a while. Because why, it doesn't matter. What are you doing about it? Mm. I can sit here and say a why. You know, why I'm hurt or why I'm sad or why I'm stuck or why I'm resentful. Like, I can I can sit here and, and say why I have a hard time moving on. Let's just say because my ex did this and I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. That's an excuse. A why right. is an excuse. Right. A what or a how uh, is yes. a way to move forward, right? So right, right, say, right. Well, why, you That's know? what, yeah. I mean, if I'm sitting here like, let's, you know, oftentimes I think about victims, uh, anybody who plays a victim, when they play a victim, they're playing a why. Well, I, because of this is this. This is why I'm the way I am. Great. Oh, right, this yes. This is why you are the way you are. What are you going to do about it? Yes. How, how are you, are you going, going to, to change? move forward? And yes. how are you going to change this? Mm-hmm. Instead of sticking in the why. It's easy if I'm in why to be like, well, I got to stay here because, you know, then I'm remaining a victim. Well, like right. The why, the why keeps you where you are. It keeps you stuck. The what and the how moves you forward. Moves you forward. Yeah, because the why you're just wanting to sit there and wallow in whatever it is that's going on. And the what and the how are actions. Exactly. You're gonna do something about it. You gotta do something. You gotta act. I mean, in order to change anything, you have to do. So let's say you're stuck and you've moved. You know, you've put your stuff aside. What are you gonna do about it now? 
there's no there's no um effective way of sitting there and just wondering you know le- being left unsatisfied and feeling jealous that's not going to help you right get up what and do it. are you going to do about it okay so you know what like for me my ex-husband didn't let me act i'm i'm sitting here at 40 whatever I'm not going to 44. <laughs> I'm sitting here at 44 and I'm like stuck and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life, right? What am I going to do about it? What am I doing about it? I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, I'm stuck in my, why does this happen to me? Why am I such, you know? Right. If I am stuck there, it's just going to breathe in negativity. Breathe it in. And then when I'm negative, the whole universe is going to respond to that energy, which we've talked about. We've talked yes. about profusely right yes um so you know you can't let yourself get stuck forgive yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. for putting yourself to the side recognize that you're worth more that you are worth what you we have one life we have one one. life to live you gotta recognize that hey isn't that a soap opera one life to live it was i think it was oh that's right it canceled there's only a few soap operas left i think so yeah only a few survived only a few survived what did they do to make that work? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but forgive yourself and, and move on and figure out from here on out instead of being resentful and being like, I gave up all my, instead of making excuses, what are you going to do about it and how? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yes. That's a great idea. Yeah. Do what you love. But there's so many people out just there. Do don't it. allow it. Just do what you love. Find your passion and do it. That's all there is. We have one life to live. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to live it, you know? You got to live it. Even if those of you believe in reincarnation, you're not going to remember your past life. So live it again. <laughs> I don't know. I I went through a past life regression. Did you? I did. And found out that I was, where was I? France? Oh, yeah? I believe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. Oh. Yeah. I found okay. it to be very interesting. Nice. All right. Uh-huh. 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 Well, that's interesting. So. <laughs> Maybe that'll be another podcast. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Um. But anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Sounds good. What do you think? You think we gave some good advice? I think so. I think I think they're all going to go out there and do it now. All right. And if any of gonna... you guys are feeling stuck and you want to, you need some life coaching maybe? You want to have a free consultation, figure out what might be stopping you or preventing you, just contact me at sparkingyourbrilliance at gmail.com. And if you have any uh, things that you would like to tell us, any feedback, I mean, you can send feedback too. Exactly. Um, Or if you want to tell a bad life choice and do it anonymously, you can write to us at ickylousyjunkie at gmail.com. Exactly. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Review us. Share. Share it. Yes, I did that like the other day. That was what, that was the thing that I didn't remember. Oh, okay, what? So, um, uh, um, so I shared our podcast with a woman that I've been talking to on Plenty of Fish. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. You see, a week later, he remembers this shit. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, oh my God. Do you know that I was driving me nuts though? Oh, my Lanta. I'm so glad I finally remembered that. Yeah, so I shared it. Fantastic. It is It is doable. You you can share the podcast you with people. You can share it. Share it like crazy. And if you have an iPhone, it's really easy. Exactly. I don't know how you do it with an Android. How you, I know there's a 
podcast or some way that I don't know. I don't know either. But it, yeah. Alright. So anyway, thanks Angela. Thank you, Jamie. This has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life. Thank you.